Welcome to the Online for Authors podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Palmer. This episode is an Author Express. An Author Express is designed to give you a quick overview of the author, their book, their author journey, sharing their successes, challenges, and tips for other authors. Our guest is a producer, director, performer, and author based in Los Angeles. He is the audiophile earphones and Audi award-winning narrator of over 350 audiobooks. In 2021, he released his debut novel, New Arcadia Stage 1. The multicast audiobook from Sound Off Productions became a number two fiction bestseller on Audible. The sequel, New Arcadia Revolution, is now out on both Amazon and Audible. He's also working on the third book in the trilogy, Welcome, Eric Jason Martin. Eric, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Jennifer. Where are you coming from today? I'm in uh, Pasadena, California. Wow. Is it snowing? It's uh, it's chilly, but I'd say it's brisk. But uh, the snow is in the mountains uh, up top, but uh, down here we're okay. Oh, good. Yeah, we get lots of snow around here. I'm in Canada. Oh, yes. <laughs> so have you always lived in California? I am originally from uh, Chicago. So I grew up oh. there and then moved to California as a kid. I definitely have experienced the cold and I feel it in my bones uh, to this day. I bet you do. I bet you do. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about how things were for you growing up, how it is that you came to become a published author and award-winning narrator, I might add, of the 350 audiobooks? That's right. Yeah. I, I had a love for the written word and the spoken word from a very young age, started reading very early, was a voracious reader. They couldn't pull me away from books. And I loved uh, the spoken word and comedy. So all of those things. And I had a, you know, growing up career in the theater uh, and in performance. I went to to UCLA for, for theater. From there, uh, went backstage. I actually became a Walt Disney Imagineer, worked at Universal Ooh. Studios for nearly 20 years as a show producer and then a casting director. So I really had a love of show business, but also a love of publishing, of, of the printed word. I had been doing a few different things about 15 years ago that all sort of coalesced. And one was podcasting when it first started in about 2005, 2006. I started doing shows because it was a wonderful outlet for my voice and for developing sort of my point of view. And then doing comedy as well, improv comedy at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles. And then also live storytelling, telling real stories from my life on stage at events like The Moth. And I had my own storytelling show with an author named Anna David called True Tales of Lust and Love. And it was in getting her book, at the time it was a Kindle single, they called it her, one of her short books published. She wanted to get it into audio. And that's how we found ACX, which was Audible's, it still is, their exchange for uh, connecting authors directly with audiobook, would-be audiobook narrators. So once we got hers done, I started auditioning and started doing audiobooks. And then a publisher actually found me, found my profile, listened to my samples, hired me. And then I became very quickly an award-winning audiobook narrator because the book I did, Detroit and American Autopsy, was named one of the best audiobooks of all time by Audible, uh, won a lot of year-end awards and got me off to the races. And so I've been talking ever since. But even then, 
I was always writing and crafting original material. And some of that was in the podcast um, business, doing scripted podcasts. I did a series with Weird Al Yankovic and Andy Daly Ooh. called uh, Hoot Gibson Vegas Cowboy. This was, this was for uh, Earwolf or Stitcher. But I knew I had a novel in me. <laughs> and it turns out more than one. There is a, a genre of books and also very popular in audiobook called uh, Lit RPG, which is literary role-playing game basically mm -hmm. sort of a you know a veneer of uh, of game mechanics over a standard story but for people that grow up playing video games um it's a very understandable recognizable and comfortable thing so Which i, I understand it's something you're always happy to talk about video games is always something you're happy to talk about <laughs> that's true yeah this is this is i mean guilty that <laughs> and having having narrated a lot in that field i knew that if i were to write my first book it would have to be within that genre and so i wrote a book called new arcadia stage one and it's called stage one because it's the first of a trilogy and for the audiobook and i i wrote it with audio in mind but also as a as a first-time author it helped to there were a few like hacks and tricks that i, I took from audiobooks to make oh. it helpful one was to sort of cast the person that i wanted in the role Eventually, I did cast them and put them in the book, but having that during the writing process was very helpful. So things like that and, and sort of, you know, writing as though I would imagine the finished product in audio was was helpful and got me through a lot of the fear of writing. And then I was a lot more comfortable starting book two, which just came out recently called New Arcadia Revolution. And that book, I'm, that audio book, I'm happy to say, uh, won me my second uh, earphones award. And that was not only for narrating, but for, for writing it as well. So it's been a, a wonderful journey. And now book three and another series is on the way. Uh, so I, I've definitely been bitten by the bug. I'm well, talking, and the cutest I'm... name for an award, earphones award. I, yes. I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, short of calling it a microphone award, but or, or something of that sort. So earphones really seem fitting. Yeah. And I think it, what it does is it rewards the, you know, it sort of puts the listener in the, in the seat because audio is such an, and podcasting as well, it's such an intimate connection. You know, for many people, you're right in their, you know, earbuds talking to their brain almost directly. It's a very direct and intimate connection. It's, it's such a cool thing. And it's, a, it's a privilege to, you know, be in that position to be talking to folks that way. I'm taking a look at the the New Arcadia Stage One, which you, I believe was actually published February uh, of 2021. That's right. Okay, yeah. so you are talking about this year in that book. That's right. Ahead? It was in the near future of 2023. <laughs> wow, so you've got like some time travel here. <laughs> And the, the premise of the book, so it takes place in a near now present dystopia. And then the whole idea behind the book is to take you back to the 1990s. So all the things that you remember from the 90s, we, we sort of harvest nostalgically, but in a very unique way. It's, it's basically people are, they are isolated in the present day. They are stuck at home. They can't leave their home, like literally cannot leave their homes. So they can only come together virtually. And See, I don't they, know when that ever happened. Yeah, exactly. It's there's nothing to do with anything. So, no. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So in this case, it's virtual community and bringing people together again in this '90s world. You know, book one sort of establishes the world and the main characters, but then book two brings in people that 
weren't alive in the 90s. So the newer generation, they're like, what is all this stuff? You had to fax things? What is this? What is a pager? So uh, so there's some humor that we, we get from that. Okay, so now, even though it's a series, they seem to have different generational involvement. Mm-hmm, that's right. I, you know, it is it is a trilogy, but I wrote book two to be standalone. So you can you can jump right into book two or you can start at the beginning. But yeah, it was that was consciously done because I was, you know, I was thinking about the audience. I was like, well, I'd love to, you know, have people jump in wherever they want. Well, I'm looking forward to taking them in. And I'm looking forward to I understand book three is in the works. That's right. Yeah, we've got to we've got to finish up the story. Yeah. coming soon and that's it it's just a, a trilogy that's it it's done yeah yeah okay all right advice for authors advice for uh narrators advice for anybody in the audio space absolutely i'd say uh, for for authors another thing for me was in addition to imagining if you're writing a work of fiction imagining a concrete person like a real person performing that role will help in the writing or it certainly did for me but i recommend trying it which will help you make choices about who that person is. And then second, before you publish as a, as a final step or at some point in the far along the process, read your book out loud <laughs> because in fiction, nonfiction, because, and certainly from an audiobook narrator perspective, I often, you know, find myself reading yeah, over 350 audiobooks. Some of them were not necessarily designed for the spoken word, and they, they read that way. Or, or there might just be an inartful or clumsy turn of phrase that maybe reads fine on the page, but when you bring it out to life and, and speak it out loud, it sounds clunky. As a pass, I did it for, for my book, but I'd, I'd recommend all authors do it, of just read your own book out. And also, as <laughs> it'll help you catch any typos, that because any book will come out with typos. It's just the nature of the beast. But it's only when you go out loud, word to word, that you will notice any lingering typos that maybe have been, you know, missed by six to eight passes, however many all the editors and things do. And all your beta readers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I've heard too in the past that it's definitely fantastic for editing, proof editing. Yeah. And also just to make sure it sounds good. (laughs) So in all of the 350, some odd books you've narrated, do you have some favorites? Yeah. Besides your own course. You know, because we could be a little biased, but we've already yeah, talked yes. about yours. So let's see what else is out there. Appreciate that. I've been very fortunate to uh, have a wide variety of, of stuff. I was able to narrate a, a Jack Reacher book uh, mm. recently, which was pretty wonderful. Um, yeah, right. I, I also uh, work for uh, the New York Times for their autumn service. So I get to do a lot of New Yorker articles, like feature mm. work. Gosh, a, a favorite of mine is, is working with the great Lawrence Wright both on his his articles and on his book, uh, The Plague Year. Very fortunate. Uh, Michael Chabon, David Foster Wallace. These are some of my favorite authors, period. So to be able to speak their their words. Kurt Vonnegut, I actually narrated his, gosh, his undiscovered story. It was his first newly published story. This was a few, few years back called the, the Drone King. That was a wonderful discovery. And uh, to get that call of like, hey, <laughs> we got something for you. Always, always a thrill. Are you putting much out on your YouTube channel? What I put out there is we actually have done some pretty incredible full motion video trailers for the books for, for New York Cadia books one and two. And they feature the full cast as well as using the cover art in really clever ways, you know, 3D cover art. 
So those are pretty cool. And those wound up being wonderful marketing tools, you know, very shareable by the cast. Also just fun to watch. There you go. So there are some places to definitely come and play with you, hey? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm available. Well, easiest way is Audible. Check out Eric Jason Martin. You can also go to my website, ericjasonmartin.com, which will have links to the podcasts that I've been a part of and find me on social media just by searching for me. I'm I'm out there. I'm available. I'm ready to yeah. talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for being so ready to talk to us. Absolutely. My pleasure. Is there anything that you can think of that you would really like to leave with listeners today? Yeah, read or listen to a great book today. <laughs> if you'd like Chris help at all, you can hire Eric at soundoffproductions.com. Yeah, appreciate okay. it. Thank Again, you. Eric, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Jennifer. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and share. And we always love reviews. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you, Visibility Pod, for all your services and management of our podcast. This episode is sponsored by Visibility Podcasts. Connect with Visibility Pod about visibility strategy coaching, podcast tours, podcast production, platform building, content creation, and distribution. Your online presence matters. Mention this author interview to receive a discount. Get the help you need today. Email visibilitypodcasts at gmail.com. That's V-I-S-I-B-I-L-I-T-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at gmail.com.